Week two is in the books. The Dynasty Time podcast is here to recap it all. Scott here along with Dan. Going on, big week, big scores, big injuries. Big week. And as is becoming tradition, Logan is here as well. Hi, Logan. Every, everyone is broken. <laughs> and it sucks. But carry on. Everything sucks. Did you guys watch that show on Netflix? It was kind of fun. It was like a 90s nostalgia kind of show. They'll probably make a show like that in 20 years from now about the year 2020. Wouldn't be as fun as this show was. Except we all had kids this year, so 2020 is a great year. It's the best year. Right, Logan? Yeah. <laughs> really, really just bummed. <laughs> just Why did all my players get hurt? You did have yeah. players get hurt. We all did. Um, it was a rough week. Do we blame COVID for this? Can we? I mean, I think it's pretty crazy that we had such a like a insane week of injuries that none of them were actually COVID related. You know, like who had that prop bet coming into the season? You know, the more injuries or more COVID cases through week two of the season, something like that. It's just crazy. Well, and and it's not just the not just the injuries, right? It's who the injured players were that I can't recall in a fantasy football season, a week that has decimated top fantasy talent quite like this past week and really threw a loop for, um, for everyone. And so it'll be interesting. I know you guys will dive in to see what happened and the waiver wire and all the fun stuff there, but oof, it's a, the team, a lot of the teams, even the good ones, are going to look very different over the next few weeks. That is for sure. I probably shouldn't have spent all my money in week one, but here we are. Um, okay. Well, yeah, to your point, Dan, uh, Logan is the only one with a COVID IR player right now. So there you go. Pretty incredible. And Logan, yeah, I understand Like losing McCaffrey is tough. At least he's not out for the season. And you're 2-0. and so it could be worse. Well, lost Sutton, too. That one hurts, too. You did lose Sutton, yes, but that's not as big of a loss given the depth at wide receiver, especially on your own damn team. You have four really good wide receivers. Somehow. How the hell did your team get so good? My God, I should have stopped letting good players drop to you in the draft. I mean, it's not really good at the end of the draft, um, but obviously losing McCaffrey for a few weeks – Stings. Yeah. Sutton for the year, not great. And I just spent all of my dollars this year, this week. So I got nothing left. So that is see. hilarious because the that's the one guy I bid on. And when I saw you bid $171 or whatever, I was like, I was I kind of kicked myself. I think I wasted like 20 some dollars on him. Cause I'm like, I don't know if it is gonna take him some the fucking chargers. But then I saw you and I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad about <laughs> my wimpy bid i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have bid that much regardless 21 dollars. good bid yeah <laughs> uh we'll get to that let's let's start with nwo here big win like you can you can be sad about your injuries but 153 to 119 over jutan clan who goes to zero and two these quarterbacks man they're still healthy 
And so with them being healthy, I think. I mean, I mean let's just shape. make like, just make one thing clear. I'm, I'm still going to continue to win. I think the difference being is instead of like 150 to 108, it'll probably be like 120 to 108. And I'll just have to kind of pay attention a little bit on Sunday for just for like a brief moment instead of going about my life. So mild changes for me in the long run, but enough to be a little bit annoying, if that makes sense. My favorite part of your team is Tevin Coleman. He always has an injury. He always oh, has an yeah, injury designation. Too. He always was, has an injury designation he has for his entire career, I think. No, I would never cheer an injury, but after Mostert got hurt, I'm like, oh, well, good. I have Coleman at least to make up for McCaffrey, and that lasted all about 15 minutes before he got hurt too. So, you know, one of those weeks. Yeah, so to talk about your matchup real quick, obviously huge when you put up 153, but you beat a really good team. And a really good team, to me, falls to 0-2. I mean, this is this is the best-looking 0-2 team I've ever seen with two stud quarterbacks. Chubb is a phenomenal running back. Um, I, Juju, I loved coming into this year. I think this is a really, really good team. Obviously, the lack of a tight end in this league hurts him. He did pick up Jarek McKinnon last week, or before this week, on a whim, I think. So that was a really lucky pickup because now McKinnon's going to be the starter for at least a week or two, probably. So that was, that was pretty lucky there. So I think he's going to bounce back, but that's a really good team to be Owen to. Bad at all. Uh, yeah. So that was Jutan clan. Uh, the other big score, let's just go to the big score of the week. Um, and that would be Bobby FC. I actually didn't realize that he had this big of a week. Um, 189. Most points in a single game. This is second all time. Only the Misfits back in 2018 scored 190.75. So 1.1 points higher. So Bobby was so close to the high score. This is how you use two tight ends to your advantage. Holy crap. Yeah. All those catches. He's got 17 catches amongst his tight ends. And four receiving touchdowns. That's that a big is, week. That's a and big week. It also helps that Alvin Kamara decided to be good this year. So thanks, Alvin. That's great. Good. Where were you last year, buddy? Uh, but yeah, 189 points, and his quarterbacks kind of suck. Yeah, that's I cannot so believe he's that. But then the again, super flex. Then again, he's got you know Big Ben. 15 points is not horrible now. And, you know, 8.7 from Rivers at a Superflex isn't, isn't too bad either. So, but he, I think he had like 12 touchdowns amongst his team or something, which has got to be a record in our league. Maybe it's not it, that many, but it seemed like that many. And for Bobby here, who one of the players that I was looking at this week was Justin Herbert, who after what the team doctor did to Tyrod, <laughs> I uh, – thought that maybe there would be a good opportunity there because he looked pretty good. So um, if one of those quarterbacks who maybe isn't awe-inspiring um, doesn't play so well, Justin Herbert can step right in and looks like small sample size, potentially improve that uh, uh, QB position for him. So this is a really good team. I look forward to beating him in the semifinals this year for sure. There you go. Uh, prime time drops to one and one. I think this is a good time to point out 
holy crap, we have high scores this year. Do we, is this just the way it is right now? Or do we think the world changes are just like a hundred points is terrible now. Like, let's be honest, the survivor fantasy CR pies out this week at one Oh five. That was the worst score. Yeah, I honestly think it's a, it's part of that is the mood of Superflex. Also, no preseason and no training camp. It's clear that the offenses across the league are just working way better than defenses are. Like People are scoring a lot of points in real football, and that's definitely translating here. So yeah, I, don't no fans that, I don't know if that changes as the year goes on. Defenses catch up, uh, whatever it may be, but – the offenses running basically like scrimmage drills in fanless stadiums clearly know how to put up some points. So we'll see if that holds throughout the course of the year. I feel like it will come back down to earth a little bit. That's just my hunch. Yeah. I didn't feel like week one was that outrageous or abnormal, but week two, I think everybody scored over a hundred points. There's yeah. no way that's ever happened before in league history. Maybe I can start to say I've been around for, I don't even know how many years now, 15 or something crazy, but um, 14, 15, but that's insane. Everybody's over a hundred points. It's a lot. Uh, so Bobby FC does his job. I just mentioned CR pies who drops out of the survivor, uh, but drops to birds of prey who goes to two and O with another solid performance. Also helps that Aaron Jones put up 48 points thoughts wow i feel like aaron jones was aaron jones let's let's ignore the packer fan for a second i liked aaron jones coming into the season but not really from a fantasy standpoint but he's been i mean obviously one enormous game but that's incredible to put up that number and early in that game didn't the packers look like they were sucking and they were down maybe by his two scores of the lions i don't know you guys tell me you guys probably watched that game but did not Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did. Yes, the, did, Lions, yeah. the Lions scored two touchdowns right away, and then the Packers are like, okay, let's try. Have we, have we seen then, the secondary? Come on, guys. Yeah, and then they just – it just kind of destroyed it. But I know that it was impossible. Aaron Jones was obviously going to regress because he can't score 50 touchdowns again this year. Or maybe he can, apparently. I have, I have no idea. I, as a fan of the Packers, I certainly don't complain, but – that seems hard to maintain. It really does. You got four and a half points just on first downs. Jeez. <laughs> uh, this is the ninth highest total for a player of all time. So there you go. Fun uh, fact. And he, I mean, he had a respectable 17.6 week one as well, which is very solid. So he's got to be the top running back in the league. So Birds of Prey looking pretty good. Uh, also looking pretty good is... Well, neither of these teams, but Green Hell goes to one and one. Blue 32 goes to 0 and 2. Pretty competitive game, though. 128 to 117 as Laverty goes to 500 thanks to just solid performances. His wide receivers, all double digits. Joe Burrow had a good game. Um, Just a solid team. I'd go back to my point, I think, earlier. Not a lot of star power. but if you can get this much depth, that's pretty good. Leonard Fournette on the bench, 28 points. Whew. That must feel good to get that win when you leave when you leave him on the bench, starting 
Malcolm Brown over him, which I know Malcolm Brown is supposed to be their starter and got hurt, but still, yeah, it's a pretty good team. But he also, another one, lost Marlon Mack for the season. And uh, that's, you know, not ideal. With a, not the greatest depth at running back, although, I mean, Dalvin Cook, the Vikings can't possibly be this bad. Uh, maybe they can be, but I, they can't possibly be this bad. I think Dalvin's going to be his star power for for the year then he really just needs a couple other guys to step up cooper cup i think is consistent dj moore who knows what the panthers are but dj moore supposedly good right they'll be behind all season long so they should have a very good year yeah so they they, should have a huge year for him i don't know 128 is 128 good right we're going to figure this out i don't know in the past i think we, we talked about this last year how many points do you need in a week to feel good about your team and i think we settled on 120 we felt like if you got 120 points, you were either going to win or be really close and you were going to feel pretty good about your team. Certainly there were times where it was, you know, 150, 160, and those teams, you know, go off whatever. But this year, I don't even know if 128 is that good of a score looking at what happened this week. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. Joe Burrow, 21 points. I think he's going to be good this year. I really do. He'll take that. Um yeah, so Brian goes to 0-2, and I don't think he's an 0-2 team, but he is. So there you go. Um, good analysis. Brothers Mendez, rough 115, uh, went up against C-City, who had Dak Prescott, our boy JT, putting up 21 yeah. points, uh, and Kelsey doing his thing for 136. And they go to 1-1, one one. Mendez, you're down to 0-2. Yeah. You, I'm actually you pronounced my team name wrong. It's actually Dan's shit day team. So uh you're gonna have to remember that going forward. But yeah, the, the funny thing is I started Tyrod Taylor, which you know that's when you know your team is in trouble. So the fact that that all happened and I still if I wouldn't have swapped Hooper in for Gasecki, I still would have won, which you know, who makes a change in their shitty tight end in week two? It's like swapping kickers after the first week. But, uh, you know, that's on me. That's a managerial fault that would have won me the matchup. So I got to own that. Like, uh, who, like Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy, some of the shitty coaches in the league. Yeah, Logan. Gusecki with 31 points. No, I'm Oof. just, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I just, I, I just really enjoy who you're owing to. That's all. <laughs> I got nothing really to add. It's just, I'm enjoying this. It's pretty fun, isn't it? I mean, you know that if I'm this bad, I'd, you don't have to be nervous about me in the playoffs because all I got to do is get in and people are going to be scared. But getting in is going to be tough with this shithole of a team. I mean, Tom Brady, did he really have 6.5 points? It's not great. What? Like, I drafted him in the third round. I mean, my the two quarterbacks I picked this year are the two worst – Fantasy draft picks I think I've ever had in my life in Tom Brady and Daniel Jones in the first five rounds. And then you saw me drop Tyrod, and, we were, and you were like, hey, I got to pick up that guy. <laughs> I don't think Tyrod is clearly better. He has I, a good I, set the, of lungs, right? The, the reason I picked up Tyrod is because I thought he would at least rush for like 60 garbage yards late in a blowout game. Um, but, of course, he ends up with a freaking punctured lung, which is – did you guys read about – the Chargers medical staff history, by the way. Oh, my God. The guy they fired a few years ago had his surgery license revoked after he got fired. 
Oh man, that's scary. Now this guy punctures the quarterbacks in line. Yikes. Anyway, congrats to uh, C City. I, they were they were the supposed to be the worst team this year, right? C City. Yeah. And uh, they they don't look. They had a zero on James White. But when you got <laughs> yeah. Dak Prescott, who's going to be a top three quarterback, you got Jonathan Taylor, who's probably going to be a top five running back if he stays healthy, and Travis Kelsey, who's going to be the number one tight end. It's a pretty damn good team, actually. LaVisca Chanel is going to take him to the glory land. What a pickup that was. Um, all right. Badger Pride goes to one and one, feeling great after beating freelancers who, fun fact, freelancers is four, 20, four and 22 in all play. Um, but they're still one and one. So there you go. 113 to 108. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> they won with 100 points last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, this was that's why I thought last week was a good – last week was like, oh, yeah, scoring's going to be fine. Nope. Yeah. Huge. Uh, I don't know how I won this game. Uh, my running backs put up 4.2 points, so that's good. Uh, but, hey, Terry McLaurin, he did well. That's fun. And then, yeah, Greg Olson not playing essentially did not help for freelancers, and they go to one and one I'll take it. Your, the, I, if I win another fun. game, if I win another game, I mean, I just when, when you roll out Kerryon Johnson and Boston Scott next week, you're going to be <laughs> in a real good spot. Like I'm really excited about what your team's going to be able to do here. Hey, I picked up Nick Mullins. So if Ooh. your boy Tevin Coleman doesn't work out, Nick Mullins will be there. Oh wait, no, he's the quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> I picked up Chase Edmonds. Excuse me. Yeah, he's still in Arizona, guys. Did you know that? Yeah, he's still there. Did what's-his-name get hurt? No. Oh. I'm just hoping. That's, that's my world world at this point. Yeah, I think, I think your team actually as you As you cheer for a COVID outbreak at the University of Missouri's football team. <laughs> no, that's what I do now. I the didn't make that bet for the record. The good news is you have Kittle and Galladay coming back at some point. Hopefully, yeah. If they so, come back, that would be nice. But scrap anyway, out some stuff. Maybe I'll take the win. Nice. It counts. Yeah. Uh, Misfits and Ultimate Warriors in a very good game. Luke goes to 2-0. and Warriors puts up a valiant effort. Pretty much um, let down by their star quarterback, Lamar Jackson, though. 15 points. That's not going to cut it. If he has one of his crazy games, they probably win. It's pretty crazy that they won 33 to 16 and he only had 15 and a half points. It seems unexpected or doesn't make a lot of sense to my brain. But True. I guess they're a really good team. Uh, Stefan Diggs came to life for him, but it wasn't enough. On, on Luke's side, uh, something called Johnny Smith uh, put up 26. And David Montgomery with 23. So I don't know if this is sustainable, but he also put up 150 almost without Devontae Adams doing anything at all. Much to Logan and my chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Luke is 2-0, but he got a lot of injuries problems here. Bell out, Samuel out, Locke out, Devontae maybe for next week Johnny maybe for next week I don't know 
with that much injuries or that many concerns, how much you can rely on Baker Mayfield and Gardner Minshew here to continue to lead this team. So 2-0, he can take it, celebrate it, be happy about it. But I'm not so, not so sure the luck continues here eventually with all those injuries. His bench put up negative points. So if that doesn't tell you something. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Though. There's got to <laughs> really be some is. sort of award for that, right? Drew Locke put up negative 1.4. What's the deal with Will Fuller? Did he get hurt? He doesn't have any injury designation, and he had appear, apparently zero targets against the Ravens after eight catches mm-hmm. for 112 yards in week one. He, no, he left right the away. game with his ham, a hamstring injury. Oh, it does. Okay, sorry. I'm not looking at the right thing. So, okay, so that makes sense. And you like, mean what Will the hell Fuller, happened there? Will Fuller the fifth. Yeah, is. why does it say the fifth there? I think that's an issue on the – this wonderful site. Yeah, is yeah. it the same Will Fuller, the one that plays for the Texans? I, I'm confused. Or is it his great 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 grandfather? <laughs> I think you missed a great. Good point. Uh, so there you go. That was the Congrats, week that Luke. was. Yeah, go Luke. Uh, yeah. So a lot of injuries. The waiver wire. Interesting stuff here. Uh, Devonte Freedom, a free man. <laughs> free, free freedom, free man. Uh, it's been a long day, long week. Devonta Freeman finally signs, and Misfits picks him up for 77. We had some big ones, though. Mike Davis, 150, and Logan Joshua Kelly for 171. Log- or Dan, you were so close. 21 bucks right there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, you know, he's technically a backup, but on that team, Eckler will probably just sit down at some point and they'll – tank for next year who the hell knows i guess they do have a better quarterback now that tyrod's lung fell apart or something man congrats on your your big waiver wire win there logan with your already stacked team oh yeah i mean i figured with my team that good i really don't need any money so i may as well just throw it all at this guy (laughs) yeah okay that's a great point yeah um, Michael Pittman went for six bucks to C-City, you know. C-City's always active, I feel, on the waiver wire. They just kind of sneak in there and pick I mean, somebody up last minute. You're like, oh, who's that guy? If they can pick up a random uh, rookie, they're going to do it. Yeah. That's... I mean, last week they made a great decision. 23 bucks on LaVisca Chenault. I mean, and they used him to beat me this week. So Works out for him. Oh, and they actually, wait, they had Jarek McKinnon at one point, then they dropped him. That's not a good decision. Sorry, I'm just scrolling down the list. Yikes. Well, so, yeah. there weren't as many players picked up as I thought. No, pretty, pretty quiet, actually. Um, decent amount of transactions since then, though. People are doing their thing. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that's going on. Next week should be good. I'm trying to look at this, the – good old schedule here um any good games trying to see a lot of two and oh versus oh and two um yeah none of the undefeateds are playing each other so there you go nothing exciting don't worry about it yeah so that should mean chalk all the way right is that how it's working here i don't know i think we had i'd have to pull up the uh they weren't odds this year they were the over over unders but i'm pretty sure Myself, Craig, CR Pies, and Blue32 
were all seven and a half or better. We, we, were, we certainly weren't in the bottom few. We were all middle of the pack or above for over under for the year. And all three of us are 0 and 2. So I would expect at least two of us to get a win next week. I'll go ahead and say it's going to be Craig and Brian, but we'll see. Who do I play? I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and say that too. Thanks. Appreciate a fun that. fact. So Craig and Dan are playing each other. Dan has oh. won the last three matchups dating back to 2017. So Sounds about right. Should be a good one. Hey, real quick, on the, on the Craig front, I haven't brought this up in a while. Christian McCaffrey, uh, last year Craig told us all the reason he took Ezekiel Elliott over Christian McCaffrey was that McCaffrey was more likely to get injured. He was wrong last year, but only by two weeks. Week two this year, McCaffrey's first injury of his entire career is what I read, but dating back to like middle school football, and now he's going to miss four to six weeks. For, I forget which team he's on, but I'm sure that team is, is going to struggle a bit. Yeah, I don't. I talked to the owner of that team, and uh, he's not too worried about it. Um, also, McCaffrey's going like, to show up in like two weeks and be back. So, if he's okay, I was just looking at that. You and I play week five. If he shows up week five, back early from this this injury, here's, here's I my promise to you: whether will not he, speak to you for the rest of the season. You are uninvited from the podcast. That's that's fine. Whether. <laughs> Whether he shows that whether he's back or not, just to keep it fair, I won't play him. Just for you, because I think you need that. So whether he's back or not, that's my. We're recording this, right? I might be zero four. He will not start. Just so you, just so you, just have a. He is. I think they did put him on the IR though, right? So he's out at least three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I I might just let you set my lineup just to make it more fair. Oh, good idea. Oh, I like that. Good. Write that down, everybody. Okay, can't wait for Blue 32 to crush NWO this week. Uh, my last thing here, shout out to Primetime. Uh, solid pick of Zeke over Saquon. You know, that, that was a good pick. I'm just going to admit it. You can't predict the injury, though. You know? My goodness. You can't well, he sucked before the injury anyway. So. And actually, when we were, I was looking at your team, you took Calvin Ridley, who I believe is averaging 30 points a week, might be the number one wide receiver. Good. Uh, so that was a pretty damn good pick right there. So if you can salvage something and George Kittle and Kenny Galladay are healthy, you can make the playoffs for sure. I'll keep losing for you. You know you're going to beat me. That's an automatic win, yep. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Anything else? Nope. Good luck this week to everybody except for Logan. I'm sorry, NWO. It's not personal. Good luck to everybody this week, including Dan. Oh, that's nice. Hi, <coughs> Rod. When they go low, you go high. All right. We will see you all next week. Bye.